So first we will come to the word meaning of Abhyanga. What is the word meaning of Abhyanga? So the word Abhyanga is derived from Abhyanjana. So it is derived from two words that is Abhi plus Anjana. Abhyanjana. So what is the meaning of Abhi? It is towards or upon. That is the meaning of word Abhi. And Anjana is to smear or to anoint rubbing with unctuous substance or smearing the body with oil that is called as anjana mm -hmm. so abhyanga means the whole massage of whole body including head with oil that is called as abhyanga so where does this abhyanga come in the in which context does it come it comes from the context of snehana so what is meant by snehana it means uh, the word sneha means some oily substance. Mm -hmm. So, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the therapy in which oily substance is used. Uh, so, the word sneha means oily substance. So, the therapy in which we uh, use oily substance to oleate the body is called as sneha. Sneha, okay. okay. So, uh, we uh, the, there is one shloka which defines what is snehana. I'll just read it up. Mm -hmm. Okay, snehana sneha vishyandam madhavam kleda karakam. So that is the definition of snehana. Mm -hmm. What uh, whatever causes unctuousness or oiliness, that is snehana. It and which causes fluidity. Vishyanda means fluidity in the body. Madhava madhava means softness and clay the karaka that is moistness they have mentioned very minute uh, meaning of snehana it, it includes fluidity softness moistness it it seems to us that it is all same but it has different you know uh, quality different different qualities okay. okay that is nothing that is called as snehana there are two types of snehana Bahya and Abhyantara. What is Bahya is external. External, uh, through externally what we are uh, using the oily, oily substance that is external, Bahya. Mm -hmm. Then uh, internal by oral administration what you are taking that is Abhyantara, internal. Mm -hmm. So Snehana is of two types, externally and internally we can do Snehana. This Abhyanga, the massage comes under the external external classification of snehana. Mm -hmm. uh, so this massage can be practiced as a daily routine, as a dinacharya, dinacharya concept what is mentioned in Ayurveda. Uh, this abhyanga, that massage has given a very uh, important role as a part of dinacharya and rutucharya in a healthy person. In a healthy person he can do daily, mm -hmm. as a seasonal regimen, as a daily routine he can do and even for a diseased person we can do it. But also in this internally, uh, you can daily. Huh? Internally, if you are doing no, no, no external. No, only no. external abhyanga. Only abhyanga um. is in external. There are so many snehanas like abhyanga, dara. So many things come. This abhyanga is one among the external snehana okay. therapy. Okay. There are so many other therapies also that can be done externally using oil substances. Mm -hmm. Abhyanga is one among them. 
that can be done daily that has been said that it should it can be done daily and it is very uh, it is very beneficial if you do daily yes i have gone through periods of time where i do it daily at home and it's amazing yes. the difference it makes so this abhyanga it can be done to the whole body or only to a specific part of the body mm-hmm. so it is of two types either it can be done to the complete body or only locally locally only knee joint only elbow joint it can be done in two ways now we will come to the benefits of abhyanga benefits of abhyanga there is a shloka mention i will not go i'll just go to the wordings of the shloka uh he there uh, acharyas have mentioned that it delays jara jara in the sense aging aging uh, it is not like uh, aging qualities that we get wrinkles as those symptoms that will be delayed if we do the abhyanga daily mm-hmm. and it relieves tiredness shrama we call shrama it relieves tiredness it relieves excess of vata like pain mm-hmm. aches it relieves excess of vata drishti prasada it improves the vision mm-hmm. and it nourishes the body tissues it prolongs life span it induces good sleep mm-hmm. and also it improves skin tone and complexion and it helps to maintain a good physique so abhyanga should be done by everyone every day especially old aged and tired people it improves eyesight nourishes muscle improves age and skin complexion improves age in the sense life expectancy it in- increases the life life span okay is it suitable for people with who are predominantly pitta put on uh pitta are they like people pitta. with a prakriti yeah uh yes it is good for all the prakriti mm-hmm. so it is mentioned that it is a daily routine it okay. can be done for everyone mm-hmm. there are some contraindications which will be dealing okay okay uh, pitta prakriti also can be done and the oil can be chosen okay different oil for different prakritis that you can choose mainly helps in reducing vata mm-hmm. so it is in, uh, it is uh, useful in arthritis oil massage is very highly recommended in that cases now we'll come to the procedure mm-hmm. what is the procedure mentioned in classic or classic textbook actually the complete procedure of abhyanga is not mentioned in classic mm-hmm. they have just said one rule the acharya dalhana he has said that abhyanga should be done in anuloma gati anuloma in the sense uh, in the downward direction that is in the direction of the body hairs okay it it is like body hairs in which so direction this way yes so it should be done in this way is what they have mentioned anuloma gati that is in the direction of body hairs we should do abhyanga and he also said that in limbs it should be done in the direction of the hairs and in the joints wherever there is joints like knee joint ankle joint uh, there you should do in a circular motion so he has not said why but we can interpret so in the direction of the hair probably because uh, the it 
it will pre, uh, if we do it in opposite direction it may cause breaking of the hairs or it might cause discomfort to the uh, mm -hmm. you know if we do it in opposite direction it might cause defect a discomfort to the person whom we are doing so probably that is the thing that he said that it should be done in the uh, direction of the hairs only and uh, circular movements over the joints he has said that it should be done in the circular movements over the joints wherever there is a joint you should do it in the circular movements that is because of the presence of lymph nodes and collateral venous networks around those areas so massaging these areas in a circular motion it will uh, improve the lymphatic drainage and venous drainage as well so it is mentioned so it is probably mentioned to be done in circular motion for that reason. So, what are the materials required for the procedure of Abhyanga? You will need a towel, mm -hmm. you will need an induction or a stove to warm up the oil, mm -hmm. you need oil, you will need two vessels and uh, yeah, and the Abhyanga cloth that he has to wear during the procedure because he cannot wear his clothes it will become dirty you should discard the cloth that is used because it will be oily so vessels we need two one we uh, so we have before doing massage we have to heat the oil oil as a cold we shouldn't apply we i'll come to it so how do you heat the oil the oil should not be heated directly okay uh, heating of oil directly for the massage is not indicated it should be indirectly heated the reason might be the oil it might char at the end or bottom or it might be very warm it shouldn't be very much warm also very hot also it might cause a burn mm -hmm. so we should always check the temperature before we use the oil for the abhyanga mm -hmm. We have to take a vessel, we have to add water to it mm -hmm. and we have to take a small bowl and we have to oil, add oil to it. We have to heat the water, upon that we have to place this bowl. Mm -hmm. So that the, uh, he, uh, the oil is heated, heated from the water bath technique. Okay. It, should, it is not directly heated. Okay. So uh, And then we have to check the temperature of the oil. We ourselves have to check and we have to ask the patients also. We have to dip our index finger and just... <laughs> and we have to ask them, uh, just put a drop on their skin and ask, is this the warm? Okay. Because for every patient it will be different. They will be tolerating, some may be tolerating more amount of heat. Some may be tolerating, say, they cannot even tolerate a little more heat also and during summer there is no need of heating oil they say but it is better to heat for little extent at least if the oil that you are using has a coconut oil as a base it is always better to heat it and use it okay, okay. Uh, and the patient should pass all his natural urges before the procedure Now how to do massage, starting from the head, there are 7 positions that I will mention, 7 positions uh, in which the massage should be done. 
now for different parts of the body uh, how you should do the massage i will be mentioning it first first on the scalp you should use your fingertips to reach the scalp skin you should massage gently and on hair you should use palm palm of your hand to uh, massage next coming to the forehead using the finger tips you have to uh, do the massage from center to sidewise okay okay uh, massage with medium pressure just above the eyebrows from center to the sides next face and ear it should be done in finger using fingertips in the circular movements both in the face and the ear coming to the neck from the root of the fingers that is between the palm and the fingers mm -hmm. using this part you should circle uh, circular movement should be given on the neck part and on the chest use the palm and fingers in the rotating motion on both the sides abdomen it should be uh, for if you are doing on someone else it should be clockwise direction clockwise, clockwise. And if you are doing upon yourself, then it should be anti-clockwise. Okay. Myself. Ah, if you are doing on yourself, do it on anti-clockwise. If you are doing on someone else, then clockwise. Okay, makes sense. And uh, uh, you have to do zigzag, zigzag uh, motion from top to bottom. First, you do clockwise massage, then you do zigzag motion from top to bottom on the abdomen. Okay. Okay. Next coming to back, back from center to outwards you have to massage, apply some pressure using thumb and palms, not much a gentle pressure from center to outwards. Next coming to buttock massage, it should be rotatory movement on both the side just like chest, it should be rotatory movements okay. on the buttock, buttocks, Thanks. yeah. Next, joints of hands and legs, it should be rotatory movements, circular movements in the joints of all parts of the body, hands and legs. Uh, from in the hands and legs, it should be from up downwards. Okay. I already said that it should be in the direction of the hair. Mm -hmm. So from up to downwards, we should do the massage. So, uh, since the strokes are not mentioned in classics like textbook how much strokes should be done it usually varies from hospital to hospital how much they do here we do seven strokes mm -hmm. like uh, they start from the leg mm -hmm. they start from ankle to knee seven times they do the massage ah, like this. Seven. Okay. okay then from hip to knee they do seven times okay Okay. Then whole leg they will do seven times, and two persons will be doing the massage, mm -hmm. and two persons should do in the same pattern, in the same synchronized pattern. Mm -hmm. Like both should do from ankle to knee, mm -hmm. uh, knee to ankle, same time. Both should bo on both the sides it should be same. Mm -hmm. Then it should be like one person is doing on the leg and one person uh, on the other side is doing on the hand. It should not be there. It should be in the same synchronized pattern. Mm -hmm. uh, it same happens in the hands also. Seven times from uh, this four, uh, elbow to wrist, mm -hmm. they will do seven times. 
then from shoulder to elbow they will do seven times then whole hand they will do seven times so seven is the usual thing they follow and now over the joints seven circular joint uh, circular movement they do you can ask the patients also to do the same thing okay. if they are doing on their own at home you can ask them to do the same way then foot massage use plenty of uh, fingertips you can use the foot in the foot massage especially in ayurveda uh, they have given much importance to the head massage mm -hmm. ear massage and the foot massage these three are the very important uh, places to be done that is mentioned in ayurveda I've been told, and this might be wrong, but I've been told that if you're short on time and you can't give yourself a full body abhyanga, that you should just do your head, ears, and feet. If you do not have time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is especially mentioned in Ayurveda that at least you have to do head, ears, and feet. There are some changes in the side, correct and correct. Okay. And you will have to know. Okay. Okay. Now, how much time, how much time duration is for the regular massage? Usually, it takes around 30 to 6 minutes, 60 minutes. And massage is always better when someone else is doing a body. Yes. Yes, rather than it, it has benefits that you do on yourself, mm -hmm. it is not that it doesn't have any benefits. But if you, if someone else is doing on you, that has a much more benefit yes. than doing on themselves. Okay, so now time duration for uh, oil massage. No, you know Shushruta Samhita mm -hmm. book. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. So uh, upon that, someone else has. Uh, written a commentary that is the acharya dalhana mm -hmm. so he has mentioned about the time duration for the massage mm -hmm. uh, so uh, he has mentioned about the abhyanga and he he said that he has mentioned about the uh, time required for the penetration of the oil at various levels of tissue i said that there are seven tissues right so for the penetration of those tissues he has mentioned a particular time the oily substance if when you apply on the body how much time does it take to penetrate to that type of tissues respective tissues so properly done abhyanga is determined by the time required for the, for the medicinal principles of the oil to reach the deeper tissues of the bones and marrows even though uh, there are seven tissues uh, he has mentioned that mention the time till the oil reaches the marrow tissue bone marrow tissue okay uh, the last tissue is nothing but shukra that is semen but he has not mentioned the time required to penetrate till that level only till mus uh, marrow level so if an oil penetrates till marrow level that is considered as a proper abhyanga okay okay so there are seven tissues, I will just say what are those seven tissues. First one is rasa, that is considered to be the nutrition essence. Okay. Second one is rakta, that is blood cells, mamsa, that is muscle tissue, 
then meda that is fat tissue if you want me to repeat it you can say okay fat tissue asti bone majja bone marrow shukra that is semen or reproductive tissue so these are the seven tissue and the formation of these tissues is also a very huge concept but it is said that after rasa formation rakta is formed mm-hmm. it is like after nutrition essence blood cells is formed after blood cells muscle tissue is formed after muscle tissue is formed then fat tissue is formed then bone bone marrow reproductive mm-hmm. tissue so this is the sequence that is happening so according to ayurvedic concept of tissue formation mm-hmm. the above said tissues are formed in the same chronology that's what rasa then blood then muscle then fat all those things so does it will take least time for the medicinal effect of abhyanga to reach the first tissue that is rasa and maximum time to reach the majja dhatu that is marrow tissue okay okay So, uh, it's effect after 30 minutes. Yes. After 30 minutes. No. Ah, yeah. It's actually the penetration. Uh, this uh, 30 minutes of massage. It is said that it will by the end of 30 minutes it will reach to the uh, majja dhatu. Okay. Okay. He has mentioned that for each uh, part of the body part, how much time is required for the oil to penetrate. Okay. Okay. He has mentioned it in the terms of matra kala. matrakala okay so uh, for uh, hair follicle uh, i just show chart so this is the body part or the tissue this is the penetrating time of the oil okay okay uh, for the hair follicle it will take 300 matrakala that means approximate of 65 seconds okay and for the skin it will take 133 seconds 400 matrakala it is 133 seconds blood tissue 500 matrakala that is 160 seconds okay then for muscle tissue 600 matrakala that is 190 seconds fat tissue it will take 228 seconds and for bone tissue it will take 240 seconds for bone marrow it will take 285 seconds Okay. So, it will till to reach bone marrow. Mm-hmm. It will take two eighty-five seconds. So, if it reaches till bone marrow, then the abhyanga is properly done. Okay. Okay. So, uh, this is the same thing. So, approximate of two eighty-five seconds is four point seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so therefore abhyanga should be done two eighty five seconds for the medicines or medicinal effect of sneha to reach the bone marrow tissue. Okay. So approximate of four point seven minutes for in one part of the body. Like in if you are doing from here to here, this should mm-hmm. be minimum of four point seven minutes. To do it seven times. Seven times. Well, you do mm-hmm. that seven times. It should be at least minimum of four point seven minutes. Okay. And you must do it continuously. Yes. Or you can uh, stop and then back 
no 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 okay. one part you finish it seven times mm-hmm. then you come to other part then whole whole mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. whole one arm is done mm-hmm. and there are seven different positions said to be done the oil massage in each position the abhyanga should be done for 2 to 5 minutes okay that is the uh, that is the time to which you will reach the bone marrow tissue the oil is or the benefit to the medicinal properties of the oil will reach the bone marrow tissue so in seven different positions you have to do uh, massage for around 2 to 5 minutes so the total time needed will be 15 to 35 minutes but, but it was uh, for for minutes and now it's 2 minutes it's uh, from 2 till 5 different it's diff, uh, it's di- uh, it's di- depends it's like on the which position two, minimum 2 okay. minutes and maximum 5 minutes in one position there are seven different positions i will mm-hmm. let you know that mm-hmm. in that position minimum 2 to 5 minutes you have to do the massage mm-hmm. okay now for local massage a single joint or portions of the body approximately 15 minutes we do the massage and for the whole body it will be around 35 minutes okay okay so the lower limit of time is 15 minutes 2 minutes approximately in each position that is a lower limit that minimum minimum you have to do that is shall be considered for abhyanga in healthy people and for preventive purpose even then when done in dinashaya and higher limit of time is 35 minutes that is approximately 5 minutes approximately in each position shall be considered for abhyanga in diseased conditions okay so when you are uh, asking for one person to do it daily if he is having a shortage of time you have to say him that minimum 15 minutes you can do mm-hmm. maximum 35 minutes minimum 15 minutes of abhyanga daily should be done it's uh, for two people doing massage to 30 minutes 5 minutes maximum for two people doing the therapy therapy yes okay. you can do it on yourself also i know but this 35 minutes it's for two people yes, who is doing yes massage on them person and it's the same time applies for on the self one also okay. Okay. but the time takes more, more. on okay. the self twice yes now seven positions first of all head massage should be conducted by making the patient should sit on the abhyanga table so first is first position will come he should choose first they should choose proper oil and then start the massage generally two persons is required to do the massage on the one person in some places four persons also do uh, two on the upper part of the body and two on the lower part of the body uh, but generally usually two is required to do and in some in some hospitals only one person will also do the massage there should be proper synchronization between two people whoever is doing that should it should be same same time same pressure they should uh, they should they, they should have the proper understanding the therapist now first position is first you should make a patient to sit with legs extending okay okay in a 90 degree position 
Massage should be done by making the patient sit on the body with legs extended. It should be like 90 degree. You should make them sit in a 90 degree position. That is the first position. Second position is supine position. Now you have to ask him to sleep on the supine position you should do. Make sure that in each uh, position minimum of f uh, 2 to 5 minutes of massage is done. In sitting position 5 minutes of massage is done. Then he, you should make him lie down supine position. Make it for 5 minutes. He should be looking, uh, he should keep his hands like this. Straight supine position. Okay. First position is sitting. Second position is uh, lying down supine. Third position is left lateral position. You should make the patient to lie down on a left lateral, mm -hmm. oh. on the left side. Turning towards left and rest on left lateral side of his body. Here the light, right, light lateral side of the body is given the massage. He should lie on the left side and the right side of the body is given the massage. This is third position. Fourth position, he should be sleeping on his tummy and chest. Prone position. Okay. Uh, he on his tummy on chest here the patient's face is looking towards the surface of the table it, it might be little suffocating <laughs> for some persons for a ways and all it, they might be feeling a little suffocation mm -hmm. but you should do it on the back at least you, we, sh we should give massage on the back side right so at that time you can ask him to tilt his face that, uh, some other side like left or right side you can ask him to tilt the face so now the massage is given in this position to the entire back back of the neck and back of upper and lower limbs whole back is given the massage in this position next fifth position is right lateral side now he comes to the right lateral side so left lateral position part of the body is given a complete massage Sixth position is again supine position. Coming back to the supine position. Okay. Again, we have to give the massage in the supine position. Uh, same as how it is mentioned. Like first in supine position we gave, right? Again, we are coming to supine position. Supine is lying? Yeah, on lying on the back. Okay. You are lying on like your back. Like uh, second position. Like second position. Again, it is coming. Okay. Then last seventh position is again sitting. So these are the seven positions of the massage. First you have to sit, lie on uh, back, then left lateral, then you make him to lie on his tummy, then again you come uh, right lateral, again supine, again sit. Okay. So these are the seven positions to be maintained. So when do you do? When is the uh, advised time to do the massage? Mm -hmm. It is usually early morning before bath is the traditionally indicated time. If you have body ache which increases in working, then morning is the best time to apply as the pain will be under control and you can get through the day quite comfortably. So early morning would be the best time. If you divide the day into three parts, the morning part will be considered as a uh, kapha and mi the middle part is considered as a pitta and the last part of the day is called as predominant of vata so to reduce the vata we can do it in the evening also okay, okay. for vata people yeah 
you can uh, for any other people also we can also advise them to do in the evening also it is and if you are doing uh, massage in the evening it will be good to apply some hot fermentation after massage okay this helps to avoid coldness and body stiffness yeah mean? steam therapy okay okay some hot fermentation the warmth will improve better absorption and assimilation can you do like if i mean in the morning if you're doing it at home then you're going to take a hot shower afterwards yes. right yes. so yes. okay that is okay uh, it is always advised that after doing massage some kind of hot fermentation is done either hot water bath or steam therapy or just dip the towel in a hot water and tap it all over the body that is also okay good one it helps in a better absorption of the oil that you have used mm-hmm. during <coughs> massage so after the whole procedure of abhyanga he should be asked to rest for 10 to 15 minutes at least he should rest after rest then the uh, oil can be wiped with the using the cloth dipped in hot water mm-hmm. okay after swabbing he should be given swedana that is sweating therapy that is steam therapy mm-hmm. or hot water shower okay okay according to the plan and protocol of the treatment that, that depends upon you if he is doing at home he cannot do steam therapy right so he can you can advise hot water bath okay yeah this about the oil whether it should be heated or not before the therapy so during summer heating of the massage oil is not required but it would be better if you heat it for some at least okay, okay? but during winter especially if you are using coconut oil based oils then it is better to heat the oil it should be used it should be heated in winters okay a very cold oil may cause stiffness in some people due to an increase kapha dosha so it is bet always better to you heat the oil it uh, in high pitta people mm-hmm. uh, people having high pitta uh, it is not recommended to heat the oil to a very warm level it can be done just for 1 to 2 minutes like 50 to 60 degrees celsius okay okay and uh, yeah it is to be done on a hot wa- on a water bath it should not be directly heated as i said it should be kept in uh, water and then a bowl is placed and then it is heated okay for massage for chronic pain when there is a fresh muscle uh, or tendon injury there will be uh, inflammation this is treated by anti inflammatory medications such as and the problems related to the injury such as pain swelling etc are taken care of but in some patients the muscle damage heals well in the initial stages but pain occurs after several years okay at that time uh, the muscles and ten- the this recurring pain is due to following causes that is the muscle and tendons become weak due to aging and tissue degeneration wrong body postures while sitting sleeping causing the twitching of muscles and tendons this worsens the wear and tear of old injured muscles then also due to tiny scar formation in the muscles which make them stiff over a long period of time also 
due to provocative factors such as depression, junk food, smoking, excess alcohol, irritated drinks, stress, anxiety and diabetes causing build up of free radicals this leading to inflammation build up in the body leading to resurfacing of the pain. Also an accident or repeated injury causes flaring up of old pains. So in all these conditions Ayurvedic oil massage can help to manage the pain in all these conditions. Now, when to avoid massage? It is not like every time it is indicated. In every kind of pain it is indicated, it is not like that. There are some contraindications where we cannot do massage. Where he has mentioned a shloka, Vajyo Abhyangaha Kafagrasta Krita Samshuddha Ajeev Nibihi It has mentioned in Ashtanga Hridaya. So, it should be avoided when there is increase of kapha in the body okay always the snehana therapy is always most probably uh, most of the times it is indicated in vata prakrit vata diseases mm-hmm. so if we it is a kind of oil so oil has that uh, you know unctuous mm-hmm. quality mm-hmm. even the kapha has that unctuous quality mm-hmm. so when both the qualities are same it, it tends to increase Okay, mm-hmm. so this just ten minutes more. So this a massage, it will increase kapha. Okay. okay. So so would a kapha predominant person not <coughs> be advised to do it at all? Not at all. Okay. But uh, mostly, if it if it is a obese, very obese, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't have any kinds of pain then it is usually not indicated. Okay. Instead, you can go for another procedure that is Udvartana, a powder massage. Right. Rather than oil <coughs> massage, you can be advised for powder massage. Okay. Okay. This oil massage is not indicated in uh, Kapha dominant people. Even in uh, diabetes, that diabetes is also a condition where there is more of Kapha. Diabetes with obesity. Okay. So, but if someone is just like let's say like kapha pitta prakriti and they are they don't have any excess kapha then they could do abhyanga yeah they can do followed by only abhyanga followed by steam therapy by steam okay Okay. it should be given steam therapy in those conditions okay mandatory and after shodhana that is after panchakarma procedure and ajuna shodhana in the sense virechana Mm-hmm. So after, soon after Virechana, you are taking Virechana today and tomorrow you are doing a massage is not indicated. Okay. Okay. And Ajirna, Ajirna in the sense when he is having indigestion, even at that time uh, massage is not indicated. I will say why, why. There is a relation between the digestive fire and the abhyanga minimum. Not soon after Virechana, like today you are having Virechana, tomorrow you are having Abhyanga, that is not indicated. Okay. Uh, soon after oh, Virechana. Wait, but I thought she maybe told me I could have it before. Yeah, before I thought Virechana. She, I mean, we I thought have. she said like in between like yes. today and then tomorrow I can do Abhyanga and then the next day. Virechana. Yes. Okay, Always that's what she said. Yes. Alright, I just want to make sure I Always massage is done before Virechana. Okay. Now, if she is having snehana now, snehana now, 
and having medicated uh, ghee mm-hmm. uh, she will assess you whether you ha- you get that uh, snigdha lakshanas mm-hmm. after that 3 days or 2 days of massage will be there mm-hmm. after that virechana will be there you take virechana today tomorrow abhyanga no that is not indicated because you have to fa- follow a diet pattern after virechana mm-hmm. so that dep- after that you can have a uh massage uh, just after the virechana mm-hmm. uh, the our digestive fire will be very very low very weak whenever our digestive fire is very weak we are not going to advise abhyanga and tell me after a, a short virechana it's the same yes the same it's same even after short virechana we have uh, our digestive fire will be very weak we, we cannot give massage at that time I will say you there is a relation with the digestive fire and the massage. Daily oily massage balances down vata dosha but can increase kapha dosha. So oil massage imparts oiliness to the body. It increases oiliness in the body and oiliness is a kapha quality. So it also increases kapha dosha. In a kapha disorders like productive cough where kapha is already aggravated it is best ever advised to avoid the oil massage and there is a productive cough all those time and and even in the fever conditions it is not advised even uh, in the acute inflammation conditions it is not advised it might increase the inflammation oh. okay so like what kind of i mean how would you differentiate between acute and yeah yes a patient comes with a swelling in his knee joint he says that yesterday was a, yesterday since yesterday i got my knee joint pain mm-hmm. it is it has swelling it is warm in touch mm-hmm. that is considered as an acute condition okay okay uh, if he says that i'm having knee joint pain since uh, two weeks since one month mm-hmm. there is no uh, warm there is just swelling there is no warm then you can consider it a, you can give massage and is that because it might cause pain if you do it yes yes okay. it will increase if you okay. do it in acute condition it will increase the uh, inflammation and it will increase the pain okay there are some more contraindications i think i have mentioned acute inflammation it is not indicated skin diseases not all skin diseases is it is contraindicated it some in some conditions it is indicated okay. like skin diseases which has oozing yeah that in that condition we want to do that anyway yeah <laughs> in those conditions we do not require uh, this okay indicated recent fractures if is had if i had recent fracture then also it is not indicated varicose veins if he is having severe varicose veins even then we are not going to do massage okay atherosclerosis this is very important mm-hmm. if, if, uh, if a patient is a known case of atherosclerosis it is better not to advise massage okay because atherosclerosis might be formed due to the plaque formation in the arteries mm-hmm. uh, some very stable the plaque which is formed in the arteries you know it it might be stable with the uh, the covering will be stable and some will have the breakable cover it will not be stable so if we do massage it might it might break and it might cause sudden 
my myocardial infarction or something got it got it mm-hmm. so it is not indicated even in thrombosis deep vein thrombosis when you if it is in the leg also if it is in the veins mm-hmm. of the leg if you do massage yeah. it, there is a chance of embolism happening later mm-hmm. so it is not indicated in any kind of malignancy it is not indicated if there is a open wound it is not indicated if there is any poisonous bite from ah. any of the things it is not indicated in high fever it is not indicated in severe renal and cardiac diseases also it is not indicated even in osteoporosis it is not indicated really yeah there is a tendency of fracture in cases of osteoporosis so when we apply pressure there might be more tendency of a, a fracture now in relation to food usually any type of massage it should be given one hour before or or after taking food or after one hour of taking food you have food and go for massage that is not indicated okay it it is always better to do it in a, on a empty stomach mm-hmm. or one hour before taking food okay so when the food is taken the digestion sets in and kapha will be dominant so massage helps to balance vata dosha hence it is not ideal to do massage when kapha is dominant okay okay whenever the digestion starts kapha will be dominant as soon as you take the food the kapha will be more dominant mm-hmm. so you shouldn't do the massage at that time what is it like 1 to 2 hours after eating it's kapha yes. digestion is that what it is uh like just nine. soon after you take the food oh, okay. kapha will be more dominant okay okay so massage is also having the same similar qualities as out of kapha mm-hmm. so if you do massage at that time kapha will increase okay so it is not indicated when you apply oil on the skin there is a there are different types of pitta five types mm-hmm. of pitta mm-hmm. in that one type is brajaka pitta that ha- that will be present in the skin so oil when you put on the skin this brajaka pitta absorbs that skin uh, oil mm-hmm. the oil or any medicine applied on the skin gets absorbed with the help of brajaka pitta that is a type of pitta that is present in the skin so if the digestion strength in the gut is low that is what is uh, what pitta is present in the uh, gut is pachaka pitta mm-hmm. what is present in the skin is brajaka pitta mm-hmm. what is present in the gut is pachaka pitta so when the digestion strength is low pachaka pitta will be low when pachaka pitta pachaka pitta is the main pitta okay mm-hmm. uh, when pachaka pitta will be low even the brajaka pitta will also be low okay okay so there will be lack of absorption of the applied oil okay okay that is why we don't indicate uh, massage in uh, when there is indigestion when there is what indigestion indigestion okay, okay. that time the pachaka pitta will be low mm-hmm. so brajaka pitta will also be low when we apply oil when there is low brajaka pitta it will not uh, absorb the oil that we apply okay so that will be of you uh, no use what we do got it okay this blockage of sweat and other skin related channels in the body causes excess unctuousness on the skin itself it will not go further so the unctuousness will be more on the skin itself the ability of the skin to absorb oil or medicine applied depends on the digestion strength 
that is why we should make sure that his digestion strength is good before giving massage uh, the time required for these oils to act on the muscles varies from person to person mm -hmm. in anger people the oils act quickly okay in a muscle injury of recent onset the pain relief effect with oil application can be expected within just 2 days though the complete relief may take 1 to 3 days okay okay and muscle pain relief takes 1 to 10 days paralyzed muscle may take 2 to 12 weeks to respond 12 daily okay yes okay oh. okay and the wasted muscle if there is a wasting muscle wasting mm -hmm. then it will take 4 to 8 weeks to respond these are the rough estimates okay <laughs> effectiveness of the oil also depends on the type of therapy adopted for example if oil massage is followed up with sedation that is sweating therapy then the oil penetration will be deep into the tissues okay, okay? Uh, it is always best advised after a, a massage you go for steam therapy quantity of the oil required it depends upon the uh, size of the body it may vary from 50 to 100 ml once one day per per abhyanga it okay. might take 50 to 100 ml okay. how does the massage work so ayurveda explains that the herbal oil contains oil and water soluble medicinal properties of the herbs mm -hmm. okay so these medicines enter through the skin pores become available for the absorption at the end part of blood vessels through the skin pores it reaches to the end part of the blood vessels okay the medicinal properties of the oil what we apply on the massage and it get absorbed into the blood and then it will reach to the targeted area and it exhibits its action this is the basic thing cell membrane is made up of lipoproteins that is lipids and proteins oil too has a lipids in it like mm -hmm. lipids and proteins so oil being a form of lipid easily passes through the skin to the targeted area okay cell wall has the lipids right so it will be easy for the uh, lipid substance to pass through the cell membrane in cases of ayurvedic massage when oil is applied directly over the targeted area such as knees in case of arthritis absorption and therapeutic action is quick This is the logic behind extensive use of massage as an effective ayurvedic therapy in number of diseases. Yeah. Now some allopathic pharmacology books explain that medicines applied over skin get absorbed unpredictably and haphazardly. Uh and some of the doctors in allopathy doctors they say that there is no benefits of massage because it is just applied. Uh, they are of the opinion that oil will not reach to the level of blood. but there is also one this thing just recent report about diclofenac it is a painkiller you know mm -hmm. and we have a spray of that uh, painkiller mm -hmm. the topical gel is also available that application of this gel may cause liver failure mm -hmm. they have said that they ha that is proved that means whatever we apply on the topical it enters still the liver right so so when an allopathic medicinal gel with diclofenac rubbed over the skin can get absorbed into the blood stream 
even cause side effects like liver failure mm-hmm. then why not the active principles of the herbal oil get absorbed and bring about the desired health benefits so true yeah, <laughs> yeah. so physiological effects that affects on circulatory system on the venous and lymphatic i'll go to so on the venous and lymphatic flow massage facilitates the forward movement of the venous blood and the lymph we do it in the direction of the hairs right mm-hmm. so it will uh, enhance the forward movement of the blood and lymph it reduces the chances of stagnation of the blood and lymph in the tissue space the stagnation of blood in only one place it it reduces that okay the mechanical action of massage resembles with that of normal muscular contraction uh the different techniques of massage alternately compress and release the soft tissue this facilitates the venous and lymphatic flow massage facilitates the drainage and reduces the stagnation of fluids and speeds up the removal of waste products massage improves the blood supply on the massage area so when there is an inflammation if you do massage there will be more blood supply to that area mm. that further increases the inflammation that is why we do not uh, recommend it in when there is an acute inflammation condition a definite vasodilation along with an increase in peripheral blood flow is usually observed after massage this moderate consistent and definite increase in the arterial flow may be attributed to the following human events happening during massage that is release of vasodilators activation of axon reflex and decrease of venous congestion these three things happen and effects on the skin uh, it improves the nutritive status of the skin and raises the temperature of the skin it also helps in the movement of skin over the subcutaneous structure it will the skin will be moving over the subcutaneous structure right when we do the massage so the skin becomes soft that is the reason it becomes very soft and more finer and um, uh, the skin becomes more after prolonged massage the skin becomes tough more flexible elastic and its sensitive sensitivity is reduced some people are more sensitive to the dust the seasonal the fluorescence the that will be reduced the sweat glands hair follicles and sebaceous glands thus become free from obstruction and can function more effectively massage by activating the sub sweat glands increases perspiration so that the heat dissipation is increased okay so excessive of heat is also reduced after massage it also facilitates the sebaceous secretions from the exocrine glands of the skin and thus improves the lubrication and appearance of the skin yes this is all about uh, abhyanga so importance of swedana usually massage treatments are followed up by sweating treatment in the form of steam therapy or anything it helps in better absorption of the massage oils and quick healing so there are uh, some precautions that you take you need to take when you do massage mm-hmm. just after the massage you should wipe off the feet of the person there is a tendency of falling so we need to wipe the feet we need to wipe the excess oil from the body mm-hmm. and um, 
yeah oil warmth of the oil should be checked it should be made sure that it is uh, comfortable for them we should not cause any burns while massaging and it's too much of pressure is also not is there a certain amount of time that a person should wait after um, like abhyanga to to wash their hair yeah minimum of 15 minutes okay 10 to 15 minutes he has to take some rest okay and then he can go okay 